I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms to see the amazing range of Mercedes-Benz cars or choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. George Harrison kicking us off. Got my man set on you. They have got their minds firmly set on their goal. I'm talking about the amazing team, the Irish team who are taking part in the uh, Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Rowing Challenge. We really have been following their journey and these guys are racing towards the finish at Nelson's Harbour in Antigua. As we speak, they're racing. And uh, you might recall Eugene Mohan, uh, he's from Dundalk. His twin brother, Frank, uh, he has taken part in this as well. So there's two rowing boats, the Brewer and Crean. Uh, they're representing the Irish team and they're taking part in this gruelling endurance race, right? So it involves non-stop ocean rowing from the Canary Islands to the West Indies and they're doing phenomenally well. We caught up with uh, Eugene Earlier on uh, in the year, uh, this uh, was it last week. I think we caught we caught up with them, and uh, they were doing really really well. Now I can tell you that Brewer, so the the other the other boat, they're well on their way to break the world record for a five person team crossing. So the current world record is thirty five days, nineteen hours, and fifty minutes. The guys have spent thirty days at sea, and they are on course to reach the end of the race on Saturday which is phenomenal and they've spent two years preparing for this and all they wanted was just to actually do it and complete it but they're now heading for this world record as well as this they are doing this to raise funds for the RNLI and the Laura Lynn Hospice and they have completely smashed their original target they have over 37,000 raised which is absolutely amazing and I've been following them on Instagram and caught wind of this um, record and the guys are in great spirits on the boat having a bit of a sing along as you can hear here Love it. <laughs> Singing the proclaimers as they row uh, 500 miles is all they have left, which is amazing. Uh, now, I'm hoping to catch a word with the guys who are racing towards that record on tomorrow's show. We did manage to catch Eugene 
on the satellite phone a week or two ago so hopefully we'll be able to do a follow up tomorrow but it's fantastic achievement and I'm delighted for the guys and really really am delighted if you'd like to donate by the way or follow the progress you can send them a message which is really cool as well uh, that goes straight to the boat uh, you can check it out rowhardorgohome.com that's the website and it'll detail everything about the uh, Talaska Whiskey Atlantic Challenge what they're doing where they are the donate button uh, you can follow their Instagram the whole shebang is there so row hard or go home and fair play to them I'm absolutely thrilled with that progress and uh, no doubt they'll be in great spirits when we catch up with them on tomorrow's show back to today and after all that rain I tell you there's only one thing for it. We've got to set fire to it. Adele setting fire to the rain on LMFM's 11 to 1. Want to wish all of the students in the North East who are heading off to the BT Young Scientist uh, and Technology Exhibition today. Very best of luck. I'm just <laughs> on the website here, right? Needless to say, Sinead did not take science in school. And uh, I'm trying to read out some of the names, right, of the actual titles of the comp... Of the <laughs> projects these students are doing and I'm just like what? What now? Come again? Investigating the immunosurveillance properties of I'm not even going to pronounce I can't even do it I can't even pronounce the title of Collage de Ré in Loud's uh, uh, project but uh, yeah fair play to you also there's uh, another one here the effect of ageing on balance interesting very interesting there's just a load of numbers and letters for St. Oliver's Community College that's going completely over my head so needless to say <laughs> these guys are far more intelligent than me that's for sure this one's caught my attention though St. Joseph's Secondary School in Navin it's PE right so PE physical education but then read so period and it's very, it looks very interesting it's going to be all I'd say about physical education maybe and and um, menstruation that kind of thing uh, does an apple a day still keep the doctor away also a project from St. Joseph's Secondary School in Navan very very interesting so best of luck to all of them that have qualified at this stage for the exhibition they have to pitch to the judges uh, there's a lot more work involved over the co- course of the next few days uh, so with fingers and toes and candles lit and everything crossed for them so hopefully they will do well and uh, the winner of the BT Young Scientist goes forward to represent Ireland at the European Union contest for young scientists in Brussels in September so this is a huge honour and uh, we've always had very uh, great success rate in the northeast here from students doing projects so the best of luck to them today and uh, yeah, I think I'll stick to the job I'm doing because science definitely not my strong suit. Absolutely not. I'll tell you what is my strong suit. Pop culture and in particular celebrities and films and awards and all of that. We'll have all the goss from the Golden Globes plus music from Ed Sheeran after these. Oh, 11 to 1. The stars were out in force last night for the Golden Globe Awards in Beverly Hills. We're going to be bringing you all the goss from that very, very shortly. But first, back to the music. Here's Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran with Chivers and LMFM's 11 to 1. All eyes were on Hollywood yesterday because the Golden Globes took place last night. So what shows and movies won big? Well, really, it was a great night for the Irish because the Banshees of Inna Sheeran took home the award for Best Picture, Musical or Comedy. It was the most nominated film as well with eight nods. And uh, they also Colin Farrell got an award as well for, for act, Best Actor. Uh, so fantastic news all round. Uh, also, 
also uh, uh, the uh, best motion picture drama went to Steven Spielberg's uh, semi-autobiographical but I'm going to say heavily autobiographical film The Fablemans and House of Dragon uh, for TV won the Golden Globe for best drama television series and Abbott Elementary won the award for best TV series musical or comedy The White Lotus I still haven't watched any of that I really have got to get into that that picked up several awards as well and uh, both uh, actor Eddie Murphy and uh, the showrunner Ryan Murphy was uh, honoured as well on the night so lots of great awards and uh, great goss but I have to play you Colin Farrell's acceptance speech now look it was long but I'm going to play a section of it here because it's just fantastic here he is accepting his award Martin McDonough I owe you so much man 14 years ago you put me working with Brendan Gleeson my dad's partner and you changed the trajectory of my life forever in ways that I begrudgingly will be grateful to you for the rest of my days um to work on this film. I, I never expect films to work or to find an audience. And when they do, it's shocking to me. And so I'm so horrified by what's happened around Banshees over the last couple of months in a thrilling kind of way. Um, Brendan, I just, I love you so much. I love you so much. To get to, to cohabitate this creative space with you every day. All I did when I came to work every day was aspire to be your equal. I'm not saying I even got there, but the aspiration kept me going. And I thank you for that for the rest of my days also. Kerry, to finally see the world after 20 years of acting, you can forget that piano. To finally see the world after 20 years of acting, find your work now, you're extraordinary. Barry, when you're sharing a house with an actor you're working with, a word of advice, Barry, don't eat his crunchy nut cornflakes and leave him with no breakfast in the morning. Okay, you should never send a man to work on an empty belly. I want to thank Sheila Flitton, who played our band, She. I want to thank the cast and the crew and the locals of Inishmore and Ackle Island that brought us in. And there was lines blurred between all of us so that we were just one big family for the betterment of all of our souls on that experience. And uh, lastly, Jenny the Donkey, who is, yeah, yeah, Jenny. And she's having a, an early retirement because she's still in business. You're welcome to it. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Jenny the donkey even got a mention there at the end. Now, a lot of people were talking about Eddie Murphy and his speech, which included, you know, three key things for his uh, secret to success. Here it is. I want to let you know that there is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity and peace of mind it's a blueprint and i followed it my whole career it's very simple there's three things you just do these three things pay your taxes (laughs) mind your business and keep will smith's wife's name <laughs> I was waiting for it. It was bound to come up. You know, it's a year since the infamous slap almost. So, uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy paying tribute, kind of, to it there in that clip. Just to let you know, there is so much Golden Globe stories, information about the uh, nominees and the awards and who picked up awards, all the gorgeous glamour from the red carpet. You can find it all on lmfm.ie. There's Ronan Keating and Brian Kennedy with these days. Now, all we ever really wanted was to be paid for a sick day. And there's a lot of changes now to sick leave and taking sick leave and sick uh, sick pay. And uh, Sive Mulligan, she's from Dundalk Citizens Information. She's going to talk us through all of those changes just after these. L-M-F-M. 11 to 1. 
Up until this year, we had no legal right to be paid whilst we were on sick leave from work. But since the 1st of January, this has all changed. Sive Mulligan from Dundalk Citizens Information has all the details on these changes. She's with us now. Happy New Year to you all. This morning, I'm going to be talking about the new statutory sick pay scheme. Prior to the 1st of January 2023, you had no legal right to be paid while you were on sick leave from work. However, a new statutory sick pay scheme has been introduced and this gives you a right to three days sick pay in 2023. When you have a statutory right or benefit in employment, it means that your employer is required by law to provide that right or benefit to their employees. Now, employers can have their own sick pay schemes in place, and it may well be a more generous sick pay scheme than the statutory one, but they can't give you less than the statutory amount, which is the amount, as I said, set out in the law. So the statutory sick pay is the legal minimum sick pay. If you're entitled to it, you can be paid more by your employer, but you cannot be paid less. Uh, This new entitlement to paid sick leave is being phased in over four years. So as I said, for 2023, it's going to be three days that you're covered for. In 2024, it will be five days, and then it goes up to seven days in 2025, and then 10 days by 2026. Now, sick days can be taken as consecutive days or non-consecutive days. And the sick pay year is the calendar year. So it runs from the 1st of January to the 31st of December. So for this year, which is the first year it's starting off, it'll be running from the 1st of January 2023 to the 31st of December 2023. That's when you can take your your three days statutory sick leave. Now you get sick pay of 70% of your normal weekly pay up to a maximum 110 euros a day. The rules on the scheme are set out in the Sick Leave Act 2022, and there is a link to that legislation on our website, citizensinformation.ie. So that's citizensinformation.ie. If you want to have a look at the Sick Leave Act 2022, you can link through to that on our page about sick leave and the statutory sick leave scheme. And as I said, the entitlement to sick pay started on the 1st of January 2023. Now, just a note on this, as we did get a query this week about it, um, if you went on sick leave in 2022 and you are still on sick leave in 2023, you cannot claim the three days statutory pay for this particular period of illness as it started in 2022, which was prior to the scheme being introduced. Okay, and we had checked that with the Workplace Relations Commission and that was the information we got from them. So to qualify for statutory sick pay, you must, first of all, you must be an employee. You must have worked for your employer for at least 13 continuous weeks before you were sick. And you must be certified by a GP, i.e. your doctor, as unable to work. Now, you can get sick pay if you are on probation. So sometimes when you start a job, you're on a probationary period. So if you satisfy the previous rules I, I read out, Um, You can get sick pay if you are on probation, if you're undergoing training, so for example, interns, or if you're an apprentice or you're an agency worker. 
Now, under the sick leave legislation, as I said, you must be certified by a GP as unable to work in order to qualify for statutory sick pay. And you should be certified from day one of your sick leave. In other words, you must go to your doctor and get a sick cert. So you must be on certified sick leave and that must be from the first day of your sick leave. So day one of your sick leave. And you have a right to statutory sick pay from the first day you are off sick. Your employer cannot apply waiting days before you get sick pay. So how is your sick pay calculated? So I did mention that it's a percentage of your your normal daily rate. So your statutory sick leave payment, it must be paid at your what they call your normal daily rate. And you're entitled to 70% of your normal pay up to a maximum 110 euros a day. So what is normal daily pay? Well, for these purposes, your normal daily pay includes any regular bonuses or allowances which do not change from week to week, but excludes overtime or commission. So overtime and commission are not counted when they're looking at your normal daily pay. Now, if your pay changes from week to week, so for example, because of regular bonus payments or allowances, your sick pay will then be the average of your pay over the 13 weeks before you are on sick leave. So if your pay is changing from week to week, they're going to look at the average of your pay over the 13 weeks before you are on sick leave. And remember that sick pay is capped at a maximum of €110 a day. So the statutory payment cannot be more than €110 a day. As I've said earlier, your employer may offer you more generous sick pay arrangements. However, any company sick leave scheme cannot be less than the statutory amount. Okay, so there can be more, but it cannot be less. So what happens if you're off work for more than three days? Remember, at this current period, the starting off of the sick pay scheme, it's three days you're covered for in 2023. So what happens to you if you're if you're off work for more than three days? Well, if that's your case and you have enough PRSI contributions, you can apply to the Department of Social Protection for a payment called illness benefit. And that, that's always been there. Okay, so it's a normal illness benefit and you can get the form for that from your GP. So you need to attend your GP to get that illness benefit form if you're going to be off work sick for more than three days. If you don't have enough PRSI contributions or if you're only entitled to a reduced illness benefit payment, which can happen, you should contact your local community welfare services in the Department of Social Protection to inquire about the means tested supplementary welfare allowance And then the Department of Social Protection will assess your situation. And again, if you need more information on that, it's on our website, citizensinformation.ie. Now, there is an exemption for some employers. So if you are an employer and you are experiencing severe financial difficulties, you can apply to the Labour Court for an exemption to pay statutory sick pay. And if an exemption is granted, it will be for a period of between three to 12 months. So if you're an employer and you're having severe financial difficulties, you can apply to the Labour Court and ask for an exemption to pay the statutory sick pay. And if you do get that exemption, it will be for a period of between three to 12 months. So that's the new statutory sick pay scheme. And there's information, as I already said, on our website, which is citizensinformation.ie. Or if you wish, you can contact your local Citizens Information Centre, either via our drop-in services or by telephone or by email. And we welcome your inquiries. 
We have two centres in County Louth, one in Drogheda and one in Dundalk. And we have three centres in County Meath, one in Ashburn, one in Navan and one in Trim. So you can check our website for further details of the sick pay scheme or any queries you might have. And also if you click on find a centre and then click on the centre you want to look at, say, for example, Ashburn, click on Ashburn. It'll give you more details, contact details for that. So that's everything for for now. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you so much, Sive, And for all the details, citizensinformation.ie. There's a lovely um, video doing the rounds of Kate Winslet that I have to share with you. It's the sweetest thing I've ever found on the internet. And it's uh, to do with her and, you know, the, you know, these press junkets that they have, you know, when they're promoting movies. Well, she was in one of these press junkets and it was for Avatar, the new movie. And uh, she did something really sweet for quite a young reporter. I'm going to play a little bit of that after these. Eleven to one. L-M-F-M. The sweetest thing. You two and the sweetest thing. Kate Winslet did something that was just so so lovely, and she's uh, this clip has gone viral. So what happened was a child journalist um, that works for the German. It's a German TV station, basically. Uh, it's a network Z- ZDF was, of course, understandably nervous um, sitting in front of Kate Winslet uh, to interview her for the Avatar movie. And she tells Kate Winslet that it was, you know, this interview is her first time interviewing a big celebrity. And uh, this is what Kate had to say to encourage the young child reporter. Um, it's my first time. This is your first time yeah. doing it? Yeah. OK, well, guess what? When we do this interview, yeah, it's going to be the most amazing interview ever. OK. And do you know why? Why? Because we've decided that it is going to be. So we've decided right now, me and you, yeah. this is going to be a really fantastic interview. Okay. And you can ask me anything that you want, and you don't have to be scared. Everything's going to be amazing. Okay. Okay, you've got this. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Love it. I'm going to just play that to myself anytime. I need a little pep talk. Absolutely incredible. Fair play to Kate Winslet there. Now, going back in time on 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 We're going all the way back to 1838 and today was the first public demonstration of telegraph messages sent using dots and dashes at Speedwell Ironworks in Morristown, New Jersey, of course, by Samuel Morris and Alfred Vale. So the arrival, really, of the Morse code. And today is Milk Day. It was thought that Milk Day was created to celebrate the first time milk was delivered in glass bottles beginning in the US. Some people think it dates back to around 1915. Uh, Prior to this, conditions for milk delivery were fairly unsanitary, but the new bottles enabled safe and clean storage. There you go. Milk Day, a day to celebrate milk. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Eleven to one on LMFM with Sinead Brazel.
There's Maroon 5 with This Love on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching, but after that, forget dry January. It's all about damp January. Plus one in four of us quit our New Year's resolutions. Denise Wogan, she's a nutritional therapist. She's going to help us set realistic goals. I go Whitney Houston Higher Love on LMFM's 11 to 1 Sinead Brazel here with you you can get in touch WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658 now if like me you have tried you know since the 1st of January you said that's it the bottles of wine are going the beer's going I'm going to go do it this is the year 2023 is the year that I do dry January and it's already you know 11 days in and you're going ah here flip this flip this idea well let me introduce damp January so much nicer I'm going to say it's like the cool cousin of dry January because dry January do you know what I mean you're just a bit boring we don't like it because we've had a festive season you know full of kind of you know glass like glass of wine or two a night over the Christmas you know and then suddenly nothing and it does it takes the toll plus January is just a grim month anyway isn't it it's like 5,000 days long I'm going to say January so you know it's just let's be kind to ourselves damp January is kind of like (laughs) the clue is in the name really so it's a lesser version of dry January you don't give up alcohol altogether there's no fixed rules so you can decide okay do you know what there's a special occasion coming up. There's a couple of birthdays, you know, in my house in January. A couple of birthdays. So you have one of them, uh, one at the, at the birthday. Maybe you'll decide, you know, you'll still drink whenever you fancy it, but you'll kind of cap it at one drink. You sort of just cut it down as opposed to just giving up dry January completely. So we know there's benefits, obviously, to dry January. Better sleep, more energy, you know, clear head, less anxiety, all of that. But damp January could actually be, you know, sort of a little bit healthier because you're cutting back bit by bit. You're moderating you're creating a more healthy drinking habit and there's kind of more benefits there to moderate drinking. It raises good cholesterol, can lift your mood and may, now may, help strengthen your bones. So there you go. I'm all for it. Damp January. Forget the dry January. If like me, you've fallen off the dry January wagon. Why not give damp January a try? The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. The Banshees of Inishirin walked away with three Golden Globes last night. Colin Farrell won Best Actor in a Motion Picture for Comedy or Musical. He thanked Martin McDonough and Brendan Gleeson. Martin McDonough, I owe you so much, man. 14 years ago, you put me working with Brendan Gleeson, my dance partner, and you changed the trajectory of my life forever in ways that I begrudgingly will be grateful to you for the rest of my days. To work on this film, I, I never expect films to work or to find an audience, and when they do, it's shocking to me, and so I'm so horrified by what's happened around Banshees over the last couple of months in a thrilling kind of way. Brendan... I just, I love you so much. I love you so much. To get to, to cohabitate this creative space with you every day. All I did when I came to work every day was aspire to be your equal. I'm not saying I even got there, but the aspiration kept me going. Lizzo has shared her thoughts on cancel culture, calling it an appropriation. She said there was real outrage from marginalised people and now it's become trendy, misused and misdirected. She added that she hopes we can phase it out and focus on the outrage of real problems. 
A clip has surfaced at a movie junket with Kate Winslet for Avatar. The presenter told Kate it was her very first interview, leading Kate to give the presenter a pep talk before it started. When we do this interview, yeah, it's going to be the most amazing interview ever. Okay. And do you know why? Why? Because we've decided that it is going to be. Okay. And you can ask me anything that you want, and you don't have to be scared. Everything's going to be amazing. Okay. Okay, you've got this. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yeah, more Buzz later on with Eddie Caffrey on the drive and you can find out more on lmfm.ie. Back to the music. Here's Benny King and LMFM's 11 to 1. You know you're in for a good conversation when your nutritional therapist is going to be chatting to you about, you know, uh, proper healthy eating goals, grabs a chocolate from reception on her way into the studio. I love it. I love it. We're going to be chatting to Denise Wogan. She's a nutritional therapist. She's a life coach as well. Setting realistic goals, okay, when it comes to healthy eating. We're going to be chatting all about that after these. Yes, one in four of us quit our New Year's resolution within the first week of setting them and almost all of us set the intention to eat more healthily and no doubt a lot of our resolutions around food are probably unrealistic to begin with. After Christmas filled with eating sweet and fatty food, it can be hard to get back on track. But help is at hand. Nutritional therapist and life coach Denise Wogan is back with us. She's helping us set realistic goals for health promoting behaviour. So let's ditch these crazy restrictive diets and make changes that will be long lasting and promote better well-being. Denise, Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much Yay. for coming in. Thank you for having me back again. Great to have you and I love that you grabbed a chocolate before our chat. <laughs> this just sets us up for the, for the right. For the real of... side of life of eating. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But it's going to come as no surprise to you that one in four of us set these resolutions and uh, get rid of them after the first week. Is it because we are un- unrealistic and completely restrictive with, when it comes to our diet? Oh, I think there's there's so much that goes on and I think probably I've written down three things that I've learned about goals and intention setting um, and I think you'll hear intention setting coming out a lot more in the media now for me it feels much more safer yeah. because a goal is like you know a resolution you've done it for years and normally I think it's about February February 18th or 19th that's when most people drop off with their gym membership so it's you have all these harboured feelings about how you didn't do it in the past and how you failed and I'm no good at and it's the way I've always been whereas if we think about intentions it's like well something that I'm aspiring towards and something that I'm growing into and it's the same thing when we think about what we eat when we think about you know when we go into a diet Okay, I'm going to talk about the first piece yeah. that I've talked about because otherwise I'm going to stray onto another thought. What do we believe? Okay. Do we believe it's an absolute impossibility somewhere deep down in our core? So therefore, every action we take is really going to reaffirm that actually we don't really believe in ourselves. Oh, I love that. That is totally true. You're hitting on a nerve there big time. Yeah. You set this thing and you go, right, bikini ready by June. I'm going to like, you know, have flat abs. I'm going to look amazing. I'm going to lose a stone, whatever it is. And you know, as you even say that, that it's completely it's not, not going to happen. And you'll hear people saying stuff like, I'm going to go to the diet patrol. I know I'll be off it by next week. Yes, yes, Where are you? You're already setting yourself up for the fall because of that belief system. So this is the bit that I worked on through my mentorship last year is understanding beliefs. So the next one was, okay, if if it's an absolute impossibility for me, 
where we might like to try and get to this year is like, okay, well, it's possible. Mm. It's possible that I could change what I'm eating and I could achieve X, Y and Z. But that means you have to define what they are. So if you're somebody going and you're like what I always say to people that come into me and say, I want to be healthy. I'm like, but what's that mean to you? What are the things that you're going to be doing that are going to be healthy? And they go, well, I don't know. Like my doctor told me I need to lose weight. And that's all they're thinking about. Okay. Whereas if somebody is coming in going, well, actually, it's possible that I can get up in the morning and do a five minute meditation. It's possible that I could uh, go for a walk on my lunch break. It's possible that I could throw in two more veg into my dinner. It's possible that I could. That list will feel way easier for you to write down for your intentions for the year. And then ultimately where you get to is that, you know, it's probable you're beginning to once you believe it's possible that those things can be done, then you begin to believe it's probable that me, me, I am strong enough to do this and I believe in myself. So that's where I see the biggest piece for intention setting or goals where we've gone wrong in the past is we're looking at them. We've set ourselves up for the failure before we even start. We don't believe in ourselves. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and, and what you say, it's this, it's these small little achievable yeah. things that are going to make the, the big difference. But look, it's very hard, you know, we're bombarded by the ads. We, we're seeing this, you know, thing of be bikini ready, all this kind of stuff mm. uh, at this time of the year. Talk to me about body image because I know a lot of people, but women predominantly, but I know men do as well. Much we have. Is it much more for mm, men now yeah, as well? We have more. no, uh, we, we don't have any sort of confidence or self-esteem or love for our bodies, do we? We don't. We give it an awful, awful hard time. And when we think about body image, we think about body image as, or what body image is, it's how we think, feel and treat our bodies. So when I look at it from the food perspective, how do you treat your body? What do you feed it? And I'm not talking about when you've overdone it on the cake or the crisps. How do you actually stop and care for that body every single day? How much attention do you pay to it? And oftentimes we don't pay positive attention to it because we feel so crap about our bodies. Mm. We're telling ourselves the thoughts that, you know, why would I go to the gym? Sure, I don't even like my body. If your body, here, if you say that word, yeah. your body feels that. Our mind and our body through our gut brain, they, they know each other way better than we do. That's all in our subconscious that it, we're not aware of. They know each other. So if you say those words out loud, your body is believing that. So really, when it comes to your goals this year, if you can take the focus away from the weight loss. Yeah. The probability, we come back to that probability of sustaining the behaviours that are really, really helpful for your health is much, much greater. And even some things that you could do, I've just written down a couple of ideas for people. If you do struggle with your body image and like what I did some training before Christmas on a programme that I'm going to be bringing out to schools uh, this year on Body Happy. Oh, so Body Happy yeah. Org for children and helping them to really look at body diversity, which is which is n- human nature. Yeah. We have all these kind of different binds of, kinds of bodies. So what we want to think about is how can we appreciate our bodies? How can we draw more attention to what it actually does for us? Um, you can, if you start thinking about what are the things that you do that are harmful, like are you wearing clothes that are too tight for you? Oh, I know. I know you don't want to get rid of the stuff in the wardrobe, (laughs) but get rid of it. If you don't wear it, it's just another reminder every single day. Um, Are you avoiding activities? I remember I worked with one client one time and the most beautiful message I got from her is, I'm in the sea. 
I'm yeah. in the sea because she had avoided the joy of being in the sea because of what she thought about what other people were going to say about her body. Yes. So just being aware of about where those concepts or thoughts that you have about your own body is holding you back in your life. And if you could let go of just for a minute, even if it's in because she was away on her own, even if it's away from everyone else, if you could let go of that and just feel the pleasure of doing something for you, then you begin to trust yourself. Your body begins to feel it and you begin to decide, OK, actually, I'm going to go to a beach where there are people. Um, another thing that is actually came up for a client recently was when she's going to do her shopping. She was doing her shopping, really constantly thinking about what people think about her body and putting stuff into her trolley that was reflective of that. So there was a big, huge healthy portion of food going in there and and she's like this is what everyone wants to see me eating but then she'd go down the road and go to another store and buy a load of rubbish yeah and these are kind of things that we do that disrespect ourselves all bodies are worthy all bodies are worthy and just remember that that body deserves self-care and nourishment every day. And, you know, you're, you're bringing up a great point there about the, the shopping trolley and, and like guaranteed everybody else in the supermarket is equally as conscious maybe of yeah. what they're putting in the trolley. We're too self, we're too, too self-aware of our They've what forgotten two minutes later. Like yeah. we, are, and even if somebody makes a comment to you about your body. So another thing that yes. come up for lots of clients, like, oh, I don't want to eat in front of my family or friends because what they might say to me about what I'm eating. They might say that, but you're the one who's left with your thoughts for the while after that. And that's the piece that's really harmful. It's the comment. Yes, it would be wonderful if society didn't feel that they could judge what other people eat. But something that you can say that to yourself in the moment, my body, my choice, my worth. Yeah. And that's you have to build that language in your own internal mind, your own self-talk. And I've said it to you before, we do all talk to ourselves. We do. We can reframe how we talk to ourselves and the language will just come over time if you keep trying to um, keep trying. Yeah. You know, don't be so hard on yourself if you don't get it. Absolutely. And one of the things I love that you, that you said there in terms of, you know, weight loss and not having, you know, the, the whole body changing thing tied up with weight loss. Like that's one of the things that clicked for me this mm. uh, last year was, you know, just signing up to, you know, a gym or an exercise class. And I, it's more the mental benefits that I have seen. And people compliment me and they go, oh, my God, you look great. And, this, this, this. and that's lovely. But for me, genuinely, it has been the fact that I can go away on my own, you know, sweat it out for an hour, release the stress of the day. And, you know, you do feel amazing afterwards. So much so <laughs> this week, the gym is closed. At the moment, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, when's she coming back? So I've, I've noticed the effect and, and I've, I've gone into slightly older habits where I've reached for the junk last night mm. because I haven't had that kick of endorphin at the class you know what I mean um, so it, it, it's so important you know that's just reminded me of something about intention setting is that we put such expectation on ourselves use that as a learning okay what am I learning about me what have I, you've one learned that you feel better yes so you're connecting with your body and your mind going oh my god I feel way better when I'm going to the gym it's not I didn't hear one piece of I've lost this many inches of da 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 you feel better. So what are you also learning about yourself? The gym's not there. So the next challenge would be, okay, if that's not there, what else could I do for me this week that's going to give me that same feeling? Yeah. So yeah. you always, once you get into the place of making intentions from an aspirational point of view and from an understanding that you feel better in your body, then you give yourself choice and ask your brain really challenging questions. So what else is it that I could do? Could I meditate this week? Will mm-hmm. that give me the same feeling? 
could I choose to use that time that I'm not in the class? Because if I need that motivation and that accountability for a class, there are lots of other things we can do to care for our health. Could I cook myself some food that I enjoy? Really enjoy. I mean, like we have to get pleasure into our food. Could I um, check in on my feelings more? Yeah, probably that one that you've just said. Yeah, Yeah. like, I mean, because really until I started talking to you here today, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, it does actually make me feel good. And why? Because I haven't got it this week, you've kind of gone back to your old habits. So let's try and kind of draw a line under it, really. Yeah. And that's the brain. Yes. So the brain, it's a really, really fascinating place that I spend hours reading about. <laughs> but that is your brain protecting you. Yes. And it was like, OK, the last time I was a little bit uncertain, I did this and that helped. Even though the result of what you did might not have been productive oh, or really helpful. Was the not brain help. just takes you back there and it goes, hey, I know what to do because actually I don't have enough energy to think about what else I could do. That's why yes. I'm saying to you, you got to challenge the brain. So it's not that we did. And that's another part of intention setting is that we don't give ourselves enough of credit. We give ourselves a hard time. Yeah. Oh, I'm back on old habits instead of going, OK, well, let's just explore this a little bit and see why. Yes, and be a little bit more curious, curious. about it, as opposed to kind of, you know, uh, non judgmental. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you have some cards here in front of me. These are some nice, colourful cards with different yeah. pictures on them. Do I just get to pick one or what's happening here now? Yeah. So I want you to look at them. Okay. And while you're deciding which one you like, I'm going to explain why I'm showing you these. Okay. So the other part of intention setting on the journey that we don't uh, remember to do often enough is celebrate the wins. Oh, yeah. So we're really not good in Irish culture, particularly at saying, geez, I'm amazing. Yeah. And like, I remember when I first started doing this, I started speaking out in front of the kids going, get mommy. Like, look how good mommy is at going out and going for a run today. It didn't matter whether it was like 200 metres. Yeah. It was getting used to saying it out loud. God, I'm great. So these cards are something that I use in my programmes with people. Just so that you can pick up on something. Okay. So when you turn it over, you're going to, you're going to just draw, go with what draws your attention. Which okay. one just appeals to you? Okay, this one here. So yeah. this one, I can kind of describe this. Uh, so it's a house. It looks like a kind of a nice um, a, a white house with some gorgeous red flower kind of arch over the doorway. And it just kind of struck out to me because the lovely red and everything yeah. else. So let's so flip this over. You flip that over. Okay. Ah. <laughs> okay, so the word on this says approachable. Yeah. I'm approachable. So this is a really cool concept of maybe some, you know, we don't always see what we're good at. Okay. We don't always notice our strengths. And that's something that I was really interested in. So this is a strengths-based exercise so that you begin to understand what some of your strengths are. Take that with you. Okay. No, no, you're not keeping the card, sorry. But take the <laughs> word with you. <laughs> Everyone wants to take the cards away, <laughs> but take the word with you and just see. So when you prime your main, your mind to looking yeah. at approachable, just see how that plays out in your okay. world. And usually when you associate it with strength, you'll associate more positive behaviours and just see where approachable shows up for you I in the that. next couple of days. Yeah. Like, so there's loads of them, even if I was to pick up a few more. Yeah. So you look at there's analytical, there's sincere, there's principles like they just funny enough that one with the running I was going to pick that one the one that has the okay. runner on it well you can have energetic as well oh, okay. so you can take two words with you for the week and, and energetic love that okay so it's all about just sometimes we steer our mind remember what I said at the start it's an absolute impossibility we're now looking to find ways to 
trigger or to get our mind to think about the possibilities. Okay, so that that's great. There for us. Great one to take away for people. Denise, as always, great advice. Love having you here. What, you have something else you want to say, sorry? I do. I want to say to people that I am running a group programme for women. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So that is starting next week. We're going to be talking all about uh, the reasons why we might like to, uh, why we want to think about diet culture and how it's harmful for our health. We're going to be talking about intuitive eating. We're going to be talking about how it's really important to get to understand your biology, not my biology, your biology and what works for your body. We're going to be talking about that inner critic, using exercises like these. So it's a six week program, one hour of online coaching um, a week. And then there's six pre-recorded videos that you have access to. We're going to be doing breath work sessions. So there's there's loads that's going on in that. So I just wanted to let people know that that's there. Foodie Nutrition um, on Facebook, Instagram, and then foodie.ie, F-O-O-D-E-E Fantastic, Denise, as always. Thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you. Oh, LMFM. 11 to 1. LMFM. Dermot something to someone on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now time for the job search. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Farawadi Motors Tara requires an experienced mechanic in the Meath area. Experience with diagnostic equipment and advantage. Please apply to Tara at gmail.com. The Valley in Malera Dunlear requires experienced full-time bar person and waiting staff. Excellent terms and conditions were provided. Please send your CV to valleyinenquiries at gmail.com or you can call John. He's on 087-984-2969. And Rice and Ruddy Motors are looking to hire a fully qualified motor mechanic with at least a year's experience. The application deadline is the end of January the 31st. To apply, please send your CV to Noel, noel at ricerudy.ie or you can give him a shout on 087-417-3260 and don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search You have got to believe I was belting it away to that song. (laughs) Belinda Carlisle, leave a light on. Thanks be to God, nobody could see or hear me. Just having my own little private jam here in the studio. Going to take a quick break, but this is really interesting. Going to chat about this in a second. Uh, Sightless Cinema. Sightless Cinema. It's coming to Navin. It's going to brighten up January. We're going to chat about this just after these. I'm somebody who works with sound a lot to create a picture. So very intrigued to hear about this. Sightless Cinema is coming to Navin and it's going to brighten up your January. There's a great programme. It's short audio plays where all the pictures are basically in your head. It's happening one night only. Solstice Arts Centre at 8pm on the 20th of January. So it's cinema with no pictures, including the topical energy crisis comedy Where's the Beef? Gull Rock, where a boy hunter meets his prey and listen to the following options, a customer service farce. And then they have a final piece called Turbulence, a comedy about a blind woman on a bumpy flight. And it's going to be all performed on stage as a live radio play. I love this idea. Fantastic. Uh, audience apparently love this experience. The feeling of kind of being immersed in surround sound. There's always lots to talk about afterwards with this. Uh, and they kind of, you know, because you get to kind of, I suppose, imagine the story yourself. Uh, So apparently these guys... um 
It's a project under the direction of theatre maker Kieran Taylor. It was set up in 2015 and they moved online in 2020 and they made a great comedy called The Covid Tapes. And they've just been fantastic, obviously, for people who are blind, uh, being able to go along to stuff like this. And it's going to be uh, happening in, in Solstice Arts Centre. Fantastic. On January the 20th, all the details will be on the website, but I'm intrigued about that. Sightless cinema. Fantastic. Up 10 girl, bringing her show to a close. Thank you so much to all the guests. That's our lot for today. Have a great day. I'll chat to you tomorrow. Oh, 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms to see the amazing range of Mercedes Benz cars or choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. 